0: Getting split. Getting ready. split. Getting split ready. ready. Getting split ready. For my wife, God rest her soul. Oh God, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. She's not dead. We're just divorced.
1: Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation. Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the show. Here's your hosts, Doug Katz and Mariah Pleasant. Welcome to Getting Split Ready with Douglas Katz and Mariah Carey-Pleasant. With us tonight, we've got Amy Schillinger, Clinical Director and President Owner at Balanced Stress Management Therapy, a trained EMDR for trauma, and also a mindfulness teacher who believes that health is a three-pronged process, including mental, physical, and spiritual. Also with us is Jessica Malmquist, Partner and Owner of Greenwich Law Group. Practices include family law, child support, collaborative law, divorce, estate planning, guardian ad litem, mediation, and parental responsibilities and parenting time. And then Pamela Rack, uh, LSCW and PC, general mental behavioral health counseling practice uh, for adults is what she's got with divorce coaching, collaborative divorce coaching, co-parenting education, and the bonus guest tonight, Matt Wilhelmi, author of Taboo Business Questions, owner of Strategic Voyage business consultants, divorce dad of two, and a podcaster.
2: Our next topic is uh, money, which never plays into any divorce scenario, I know. Um, not the lead up or the process. Um, but there was an article in Forbes recently that kind of said money is the root of all divorce. Anybody wanna jump in with some thoughts on that off the top of your head? Uh,
3: this is Jessica, I, I actually, both agree and wholeheartedly disagree with that statement. Um, How we, from what I see in my, um, sorry, from what I see in my practice, um, both in the mediation and the post-decree and the dissolution and the collaborative, is money is representative of other issues. If you have control issues, money comes into play. If you have uh, gender stereotypes, money comes into play. If you have a lack of respect for a partner or spouse, money comes into play. If you feel someone is not pulling their weight, money comes into play. So from the point of view of a divorce attorney, or or at least myself, I often see money as the sort of manifestation of the underlying issues.
2: Interesting. What about from the therapy side, when couples are pre-divorce, how does money does money usually come up as a main factor, a contributing factor, or is it usually more symptomatic of other things, as Jessica said?
4: So what uh, I agree wholeheartedly with what you said about it really is a, a bit of a red herring when we talk about the money as being the the cause of things. It In my practice and my experience has been that People make choices all through their lives. They make choices when they're married about where the money goes, what they what they choose to to uh, use as their representing their values and their priorities and their interests. And when it is that a divorce is on the table, then the the money becomes an issue because people do adopt a certain style of living, or they do adopt certain emotions that are around what that money represents. So um, I, I agree that it's it, it can be a root of evil because that is usually the bargaining chip that people use when it comes down to it because they really don't have anything else. You don't have the relationship, you don't have the affection, you don't have the belonging, you don't have the community because who you brought to the marriage is who you get when you leave. So it's uh, it really is a way to, to bargain literally with, uh, with what it is that you care about?
1: From from a therapy perspective, do you when it's money when money's the main issue, is there, you know, regardless of personality, I mean, some stuff can play in that are X factors, but when money is the main issue, is it a more salvageable marriage?
4: There, I don't, I I don't know that um, there there is nothing that I'm acquainted with that suggests that money would fulfill that. What I and what the collaborative law folks know is that the money becomes a a piece of whether or not a person is ready to pull the trigger on a divorce. So it really weighs heavily on the contemplation sp- stage of a divorce or or a split in the relationship. But money, it really does have more emotional factors like dependency issues.
1: Okay,
4: I meant in, more there's, like there's so you got
1: a spender, you got a saver, right? And, and, yeah. they're, and they're going at it, and they yeah. might be getting divorced for that. But that seems like fixable behavior. Like, if, if, if they try it, or is it something where it's like, it's so ingrained in their personality that you can't do anything with it?
2: In my opinion, it's like anything else. You have a choice, yeah. right? You have a, you have a choice to go to therapy to fix whatever it is that, that you wanna fix. And um, oftentimes, because it becomes a, such a, a pattern of behavior for a long period of time, people just choose not to fix it, so.
3: I think it's also sort of, I think it would also be important to kind of look at, you can look at some famous divorces or famous people right now who have uh, extreme amounts of money, right? Mm-hmm. So you have um, the Bezoses who were able to get, who, who runs Amazon, um, were able to get divorced in a relatively short period of time in the midst of an affair mm-hmm. with uh, without really seeming to have any money issues. Um, you also have... You know, people like uh, the Gates, right? They have a ton of money and they're still married. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know that you can really say it. It's money. And I, w- I would even say if with the spender and the saver, mm-hmm. it is a pattern, right? It's, it's, it's a pattern of behavior. And that pattern of behavior was probably set based on a bunch of other factors that happened, you know, early and throughout your life. Right. And, and so the, the money, the spending and the saving of the money isn't the issue. It's the spending and saving
4: behavior and the underlying aspects of that behavior, mm-hmm. I would think. And, and in that too, I believe that entitlement and assumptions plays a role. So if the man, I'll do a little gender reversal here, if the man stayed home so that the woman could go ahead and further her career, and then it's like, okay, I, I did this piece of it, so now it's my turn, that, that really becomes a dangerous leveraging piece when it comes to the have and have nots and how do we proceed with this as money is an issue. I'm not a therapist or psychologist
2: but I think on the financial side I think people's behaviors when it comes to money and the family dynamic when it comes to money are some of the most deeply ingrained Mm -hmm. like concepts that they have in terms of who provides and who you know spends and is you know it's so funny to see different comfort levels for people there are people who if they have a hundred dollars in their account they're flush and there are people who, if they have a hundred thousand dollars in their account, that's their nervous like center. Like it's very different for each person. But I think they start really young with these, these feelings towards money. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a lot to do with uh, multi generational money or socioeconomic status or how their their families of origin handled it. And then um, you know I don't think it's talked about enough in that premarital phase. Uh, I think that people just kind of fall in love and get married, and they expect the money thing to work. So years ago, when I worked in banking, I would have couples come in, holding hands, swinging. We want to open a joint banking account. We just got married, and it's like, okay, <laughs> have you thought about this? What does this look like? Who's contributing? Are you both contributing? Who's paying the bills? Who's spending? And it's a, it's, it's not talked about enough. How like the the process of it is not, talk, which is. Pretty much what split ready is, is process. But mm-hmm. how do we combine two households, especially as people are getting married older, when they've got a career, when they've got an income, when they have assets, or second marriages, when they've got complicated assets? How do we combine that? I think that's an
1: interesting... Well, and I was going to ask, you know, it's funny. People always ask me about the whole divorcing. Like, how can you be in the divorce business? And, and we've talked about sometimes part of being split ready is being knowing that you need to split what advice like if someone's out there thinking about divorce right now but it's salvageable what are some thinking from a financial perspective and, and and you're probably great input on this as well what can they do to potentially head off at the past a divorce that need not happen
2: meet with a financial advisor or therapy
0: um you just brought up is really interesting so if somebody's considering getting a divorce, and money's a big part of the reason why, um, you almost want to look at the priorities of each person's um, financial priorities or time priorities. So um, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs are um, that I work with are divorced um, because their partner and, and them, they just didn't see eye to eye. And they had a different priority. Um, and I think a lot of that then turns into a priority about the money piece of it as well and so um to answer your question if somebody's considering a divorce and um you know money's a piece of that equation um if they own a business they need to they need to find out um you know from a financial advisor or from a business coach you know some of the legality behind that as well if it's a marital asset if it's going to get split up what's it's worth there's a lot that goes into it when you're owning a business but um the money part of it um tends to be at least for my opinion a misalignment of priorities
4: I'd like to add that while we're talking about money and and wealth and and people who don't have wealth, there the rise of addictions, uh, gambling addictions. Uh, uh, drug addiction when we when we're talking about money sometimes the divorce is the driver to stop the bleeding if you will of the addiction because the sure. addiction is really whatever resources they have it's really blowing through those so i there's a piece that i always think about too not just assets and debt but also what what is that other underlying piece emotionally and psychologically and behaviorally that's going on that is really ruining financially ruining the next generations of that family right sometimes it's it's turning off the tap exactly yeah. yes mm-hmm.
1: great conversation you know i think i'm walking away with a feeling that it's mm-hmm. financial stress when you're talking about money maybe being the issue but just money in and of itself doesn't sound like you know a, a root cause mm-hmm. so um great input um well, on
2: the flip side of split ready would be marriage ready. Have these conversations Absolutely. beforehand. Know what your partner's credit score is or what their student loan debt <laughs> is yes. before you tie the knot um, and make sure that you're educated in that realm as well. Right on. All right. You are listening to Getting Split Ready. Our sponsor for the segment is Divorce Credit Pro. A divorce can place an enormous strain on your credit talking about money a bad credit score can translate to thousands of dollars in extra costs for mortgages car loans and credit cards and in some cases a very low credit score will prevent you from obtaining financial financing at all Um, generally a person's credit score is directly related to where they are in life significant milestones in life like purchasing a home starting a family and even divorce tend to stress finances and impact your score if you are struggling with a poor or damaged credit let Divorce Credit Pro help you repair your credit and be ready to take the next steps for a fresh start. Divorce Credit Pro is a member of the Split Ready Divorce Pro network and the premier place to find the professionals for your Split Ready team. Check out Divorce Credit Pro and the other Divorce Pros at splitready.com. Click on the Build Your Team tab. And if you are thinking about divorce, please visit splitready.com and take our free assessment. You can come through your divorce with your finances, your integrity and your sanity intact, be informed, ask questions and be split ready.